hella confused. Are we started? Should, it's already started. Bro, I'm a, you could tell I'm a pro, eh? Right <laughs> I'm like, did we start already? <laughs> so I try to confuse you on hey, purpose. Hey, I'm like, oh, hey, wow. Hey, hey. It's hey. Christmas. You know what this means? It doesn't mean much. It, it means, means hot day. chocolate. Okay, no. Keep it, keep it at home. Uh, we're here to talk about music. Music and although Christmas is full of festiveness and festivities and 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 kind hey, mu- music is kind of festive, you know. Yeah, m- only Christmas music is festive. When you think about like XXX Tentacion screaming, uh, I don't know, cocaine for my breakfast. That's not too festive, you know what I mean? I mean, it's full of snow. Okay, now you got. Okay, pipe that. Pipe <laughs> that. Um, Christmas, Christmas music. I mean, that's what I got in California, right? want to get in christmas mood they don't have any snow what do they do no, they, they just find some of their own fair enough full-blown tony montana all right so here we go we're gonna talk about christmas christmas music nick i want to know something mm. i want to know something you want to know something i want to know something it's almost google like, it no i'm kidding it's almost uh, like what if is you're your... gonna ask a question i will i'm coming what is your favorite christmas album of all time I'm interested. Like, what are you bopping lately? It's December 22nd at the time that we're recording this. It's Christmas is in three days, man. I mean, what are you playing? Michael Bublé. You like Michael Bublé, don't you? Michael Bublé with that Bublé, you know? I mean, it's it's a classic, and just listen to it like through and through. It's Christmas album, right? Yeah, Christmas album. Low key, it's my mom's favorite album. She keeps it. I mean, she's not wrong. She's not wrong at all. I mean, it's a it's an album that you can just go with. And listen to it like in a row, the whole day, and you won't get tired. She reads it. Okay, she she yeah she just reads it uh, back to back. It's it's she, no reads it. She puts it in her thing. She plays it back to back like both sides mm-hmm. of the double CD. She loves that album. And as a kid growing up, because that album came out when 2010, 2011, 2011. Okay. Yep. So like for the past seven. It's actually been nine years. Holy, holy shit! Yeah, you're right. old. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I remember listening to it as a kid and like loving that. Like, I like at Christmas time because now mm-hmm. I'm like a Grinch, okay. But I used to be super festive, and when that album would come on, and I would hear Michael Bubble be like, "It's beginning,", beginning. and I'd be like, oh, right, "You gotta hit oh, it with shit. that low note. You gotta go with the it's beginning it's to so look low." Like it's so Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go super deep. <laughs> a freaking baritone. It would lead me to my one. next question, which would be, who is the best Christmas artist ever? And Mariah you would Carey. say Michael Bublé. No, no, Mariah Carey. <laughs> no, Mariah Carey. I know you love Mariah Carey, but she's made about one hit. No, no, boy, boy, boy. It's not about Bublé hits right here, all right? Every it's, song. It's, I mean, I'm not here to debate, but all I'm saying, you ask me favorite. Like, if That's you true. ask, That's like, true. uncontested, Bublé is probably up there. But if you ask, like, personal opinion, it's... It's gonna be Mariah Carey, and it's probably like freaking Mariah, Mariah. Anyway, we're gonna get into our favorite, like favorite songs. How about songs you, later. actually? I mean, I, I know you, gonna, you talked about Bublé. My but favorite like, artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite Christmas artist? Yeah, I mean, you, I know you talked about Bublé, but like, do you have anything? Elvis. Else? Elvis. Yeah, no, that's a solid choice. He's the OG. He's like the guy who's. I like, mean, I wouldn't say the, he's the only OG, but he's like. Oh, I said he. He is a, sorry. He's an OG. He is yeah, yeah. an OG. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the way he. Uh, what I love about Elvis Christmas music is that it's not festive. Like some of it is, but a lot of it is actually like sad. Like Blue Christmas by Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it one of the best. Depth. I know. It I has depth. Like in, in the, in your, I see it on the sheet here on the notes that we're going to talk about it later in the game that we're going to play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we shouldn't talk about it too much because we are going to talk about it later. But anyways, Elvis always found a way to like hit those sadder, deeper. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, he painted in a way like the whole picture of Christmas. It's not only like, yeah. you know, yes. having gifts yeah. and like spending time with your family and having a blast. Like for some, just like, I mean, we've seen it in 2020. It's just it doesn't go that way. You're all alone and it's sad as shit. Like yeah. it's for Christmas time. It's so sad. Elvis songs that kind of paint out the portrait of what Christmas is for everybody mm-hmm. later on. We're going to save that for the game towards the end of the episode. Basically, I had this question because I was having a debate with my brother last week. And he was saying how 
classic Christmas songs are the best. The um, well, the typical, you know, Jingle Bells. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now I'm trying to say them and I cannot say them. <laughs> I oh, mean, Jingle from Bells, the 50s and like 60s, Santa Baby, yeah, Winter, Winter Wonderland, um, the Christmas song, all those songs, yeah, from like, like yeah. the best, all the plays like, and shit. I'm wondering when do you think artists will start making newer Christmas songs? Like when do you think they're gonna be like, okay, well, I'm tired. Like when do you think Michael? I mean, Mubi they've always be like, be been like, there always has been new artists making music, but they've never never took over. As do you think like, it'll ever happen? I mean, it already kind of started. Like you look at Ariana Grande with uh, Santa Tell Me, and she's up there. I mean, That's true. She's on the playlist. That's true. But. Like it's piercing that scene is so hard. Yeah, she's on the Spotify thing. But piercing in that genre, I mean, I call it genre because it's a month. Yeah, yeah. That they get into it. (laughs) It's like it's so hard to pierce on it. Like everybody has expectation to just go well beyond what you could do as not a normal artist, but like someone who who isn't Mariah Carey, like Michael Bublé, who's like made for this shit. So when you look at it, it's like. If you manage to do it, it, it's kind of a statement. Like I not only like as a solo artist, like I, made my I career. Like, I was able to go on Christmas and I would like make a jam. Ariana Grande's come close, like, and that's me being a biased Ariana Grande per- fan. Yeah, you're like, not alone, would, man. I'm just saying. I'm a, fan, <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm saying I'm a biased Ariana Grande fan. I would like to say she's made it the furthest in Christmas achievement. I mean, when do you it's start all- though? Because, I mean, it's, you look, I'm going to bring it back to Mariah, but, like, she's, she made it in 94. I mean, it's far away from now, but it's not. But Mariah was an instant hit, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. I mean, yes. Duh. I mean, it, she's it, made it, instant hits in, like, the 90s. Granted, but, Bieber's done one, too. Bieber's done Mistletoe. I don't know if you know but Mistletoe. I mean, that's exactly the thing. I've not heard it. And I've not looked out to it. Never like, I've never heard it. You've I've never, never looked, looked out for it. for it too, but like no, it just yeah. shows that all the rest sure you've heard you've in the heard radio it. like a million times. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard Bieber's Christmas song. You know, what? I'm gonna he no, I can't look it up. Album. I'll just look it up later. He's made an entire album dedicated to like Christmas, but uh, I would say Mistletoe stick out the most. But even at that, like, uh, it plays, but it plays on like that radio station that only plays Christmas music now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like at some point they're tired of playing Michael Bublé. Mm-hmm. Ten out of twenty four hours, so they start throwing in other songs in the mix. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand how he could be tired of that. Honestly, <laughs> I love Michael Bublé. Way you you gotta love it. I mean, I'm sorry, we're we're Canadian. Like we we so, gotta live. Yeah, we, are, <laughs> we gotta support yeah. our local artists. That guy cannot come it. out of his like in the words for of in the words of fellow Canadian Drake. Oh, you gotta love it. <laughs> you just gotta love it. I mean, he cannot get out of his world grotto for like eleven months. You, you know you what you're giving money somehow. You remind me of a grizzly bear. How you know how they hibernate? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Like he hibernates. He just gets out during December. He's like, "Look, I'm alive." I mean, we've all seen the memes. We've all, we've all seen them on Seriously? Facebook and Instagram. If Michael Bublé were to die during the summer, no one would know. <laughs> and that's sad to say, they would realize so in true. December, like, where the hell is he Michael Bublé? Yeah, exactly. Where's Michael Bublé? Is he not alive? Where is anyway, his Hollywood show? Poor man, like, poor man has man made is. music, and and his music is and actually not bad. good music. It's actually good music. It's actually like, good music. Um, Crazy Love is a great album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another album my mom used to have when I was a kid, double CD album. I would listen to Crazy Love a lot. Mm-hmm. Crazy Love had um, it had uh, oh shit, George on um, my mind. It has. No, hold on, uh, I'm gonna Google it. I hate uh, crazy love didn't it have I just haven't met you it yet has all, like yeah, that. yeah it has the Hollywood yeah. edition too like where he added a bunch of sh- a song like it's it's definitely a good album I haven't met you yet that's what it's called yeah it's a good song mm-hmm. it's a good it's album it's a beautiful my, day my I, got, I don't need to sing it I don't need to sing it my mom would listen to that one and she'd listen to um, I believe the other one was called It's Time which started off with Feeling Good and feeling uh, good was like probably. That. Yeah, no, I have it in front of me. It's called "It's Time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that song hit 
hard. I, I used to love, anyway, Michael Bublé brings back memories, but not as many memories as his Christmas album, which is what we're here for, because it's the Christmas episode. I mean, yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, right? Somewhere. <laughs> you took the easy path. We're like, we're going to figure it out in one episode but right here, we right now, with, with like things that we can talk about and not look like a complete idiot. And uh, even then, uh, it depends. It's hey. debatable. So speaking of the classics and redefining the Christmas genre, uh, which artists would you love to see like break out? Which, who, who do you think could do it? Make an album and it actually has a hit and it's going to stay. It's going to be an instant hit. It's going to flood the radio station. It's going to stay. Which artist do you think has that power? Like, obviously, in my, before you go, I want to just mm-hmm. say one thing. And I, I firmly believe this. Drake drops a Christmas song tomorrow. It'll go crazy. Yes, but it has, it has to be, uh, it has to be slow though. It it cannot be up at all. Like he should do a remix of like blue, like blue Christmas or something, and just. What if, what if, what if laugh now, cry later, (laughs) was a Christmas song? (laughs) I don't know about that, chief. (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you, but little Dirkcher fits the bill. No, little Dirk. Sorry about that. I'm with the the reindeers relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Just no. To be honest, for real. Like, who could do it? I don't know. Because it's hard. No, I know, but it's hard to see them so much out of their comfort zone because you have the usual outliers, right? You take every pop player ever. Like, take Khaled, for example. He could definitely. Do Khalid? I don't care. It's a name. Don't, don't segregate could, his name. He, he's a great okay. singer. Or like black, like he black black whatever. Like you black could, yeah. he could definitely do an album of that sort. But I feel like they don't have they don't have it necessarily in them. Like it's not their goal to achieve. When you look at Ariana what? Grande, for example, like Justin Bieber, it's easy. It's an easy sidewalk. And they're like, okay, I'm a pop artist. Like everybody yeah. and their mom has done like christmas album even though maybe they fell or maybe they just flat out didn't get released like everybody yeah, yeah. at least tried it and you gotta fit that category because you cannot mess up a christmas album like it's the one thing you have to hit like a straight home run true and it's more than your, that not, like a not your full base you got you gotta just freaking send it and even though like nobody and even when you send it sometime like after a few years people would forget about it like it's so sure. hard like you, you're better Christmas, off just not thinking about it just enjoying like, like what people have done you're stalling time when you make a christmas song you're stopping time like whenever you hear like like it's not a secret whoever was born before 1994 to me now what every time we hear the first little um yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i see what you yeah, the first Mariah Carey starts you know. with in that song which is uh, all I want for Christmas is you. We know that like this is this is it. This is the hit. This mm-hmm. is the song. Like, uh, like we all know that it's it's. And I mean, it's, and it's, it's true for not only that song, but you look at Last Christmas by um, by uh, Wham, and you know yeah. what's his name? Um, no oh, shit. <laughs> I, I would have like such music yeah, expert. It's Michael something. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I forgot. Mike. Oh my god! <laughs> Google it fast, fast. George Michael. George Michael. Yeah, yeah. George Michael. I had a half of it. All right. You were you were yeah, we both to cover me on that shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were trying. <laughs> it is what it is. George Michael. Sorry. You never said we were professionals, all right? George Michael. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that guy is. I mean, you know when it. You hear that song, you know it. It's a bunch of songs that you And I know feel are. like that's an advantage for them because you know the artist when you hear the song. Like you go yeah. back in time before 1994, like you said, and I don't even know if Last Christmas was before that. But you go back to the old like Frank Sinatra shit and uh, Elvis Presley. Not even it was different. Like you ask, ask someone like under the age of 16 who that is, and I'm pretty sure I'm ready to bet like five times out of ten they won't know. Or they'll say some random person like King Nat Cole. They won't know. That King is. Cole. Not King oh, Cole. I have this picture when I talk, alright? It's it's not, not easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not King Nat. 
Okay, I missed that. Right, it is with Idris. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, they won't know who that is. Like in my no, list, I'm gonna spoil it a bit, but I put Bing Crosby in it. Like, they won't know who that is. And yeah, still, it's, it's like they had. A, day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people yeah. before, like way, way back. Like you look at the songs that were released like in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not a part of our. Not really, because Christmas is the only exception where you can go back in time like a bunch, and yep. people would still know the shit. Yeah, that's and even that's debatable. Like a similar to a classic song, like, right? Like I mean, the, we're talking right now to like the audience that we address, so like people that listen to hip hop mostly. I mean, mm. that genre spans for like early '80s to today. True. Like you go to jazz, this shit was starting back in the '20s. I mean, that's when you realize yeah. that you've just lost a bunch of, like, history when it oh, comes to that here's music. Question. Here's a question. Speaking of history, when was the first Christmas song? Like, if we're talking about how, how long Christmas has been... Okay, around, I couldn't say. I really couldn't oh my God. say. I, I just Googled it. I just Googled it. Okay, it's Google. the Jesus Ruffleset Omnium. It was made in the 4th century. Never heard of it. Oh. Never heard in my entire life, but like, it makes sense. Mark, I mean, was Mark, it's religious celebration in the calendar since three thirty six after Christ. But you're hitting that, me with fun facts right now. That's what you that doing. <laughs> so long ago, Christmas Christmas music has been around for a, a long time. Oh my God! And yet, this is the only classics we have. Okay. Like, and we then have let me let, let me ask you another question, man. Then where do you make the separation? Like, could you pinpoint a like a time where you could definitely say, "Okay, we've moved on. We're not into those Christian songs anymore. We're starting to like be in like, sort of like an artist-driven market well, when it comes to Christmas like, songs." Like we all know, like Santa Claus, the way he's portrayed, the Coca-Cola story. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah. know, that. you know that. And I would like to think when that image started coming out, people were like, "Yo, okay, let's celebrate things." And then when, as the generation has progressed, songs like Baby It's Cold Outside, example. Um, when did that release, actually? Baby It's Cold Outside? I mean, uh, I, know, I know they've made a few, like, old versions of it. I mean, I say I old, but, like, it's dating. I know Frank Sinatra made one. Yeah, so, and but I think it was in '61. So, so, like you know, it's crazy because if you look at Christmas music over the years, and I love using "Baby It's Cold Outside" as an example. "Baby It's Cold Outside," recorded in 1949, does not have the same meaning as it does now, and is not seen the same way as it is now. In 1949, think of "Baby It's Cold Outside." It's a man not wanting the girl to leave. He wants the girl to stay at his house because um, he likes her. He's trying to be. Uh, like gentleman-ish almost. Now, like the song has been flipped in sad ways, where it's like, "Don't leave." And, and again, that it, that depends it, on it, the way the artist interprets. Change of it's exactly, but it's a change of perspective. And as Christmas music has changed, and artists have come in with different ideas, mm -hmm. different things, and they change the songs to make them different. And it's kind of special because these songs are all the same, like. But they aren't the same at the same time. I'm going to elaborate. Baby, it's cold outside. There's over 20 versions of that song. Yeah, more than but that for sure. Yeah, more than that. But I'm saying 20 versions of it per sure. year. <laughs> Minimum. I mean, and I, I'm going to cut you here because I just want to highlight something. And it's the way that you, you portrait it as in you can now see it in any way that you want. And that's the beauty of modern music right there. It's yeah. not having to fit in. And say, okay, this is meant to be said that way. It means that thing. Now we can just go in 2020 and be like, okay, I'm taking that classic song and I'm going to flip it and make it something that's going to resonate with the people I want it to resonate to. And that, right. I think, is how you're going to flip the Christmas music like Tendrum of we're going to keep the same old fun songs or the same old like kind of sad song. It makes you feel like you want to stay inside and watch the snowflakes fall. And at the end of the day, that's fine if you want to spend your time doing this shit, but I'm going to be honest here and say that having a change once in a while is not bad. I mean, you've never heard it. Nope. Nope. 
You're absolutely right, especially not in music. Especially not in music. Right, more often than not, it helps. Like a shit ton. All right. So, we had an idea, and we referenced this earlier. It's a game. We're going to play a game. And we're going to talk about... a game. <laughs> You're creepy. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> we're going to play a game. Yeah, based off the, the infamous 12 Days of Christmas song, uh, Partridge in a Pear Tree, all that shit, whatever. I hate that. I, I, I hate that. I put ourselves in the, uh, in the explicit thing, so you can just swear if you want. I mean, you can go ahead and just do your shit. I know. I'm going to do my shit. Don't worry. I was asking permission. Basically, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to do a 12-song countdown to Christmas, to, but there's no particular order. Just 12 songs that we feel you should listen to at least once if you haven't heard it on the radio and hasn't blasted through your ears already. We went for different cuts. We didn't go for the most popular songs. I'd like to think. Although we did go for the most popular songs, but different versions of it. So it's going to be fun. We're going to take a turn each saying a song, explaining why you need to hear it before Christmas, which is in three days. So get your Spotify ready. They're ready to go. As soon as you're done listening to us, you close your app. You, you know you what? Like, what you could, you could do it in tandem. Put us on pause. Remember where you were. Yeah, just go back, enough. listen to it, and go back. It's going to be interactive. That's the way we do it. Hold on, I gotta get a wire. I gotta get Jesus Christ, damn it! Oh no! Don't tell me you didn't plug in your wire. That's the beauty of working with the net. I think he's ready, but in reality, he's not. That's the beauty of it too. That shit is improvised. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're definitely not getting number one on trending. This shit joke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Here All we right. go. So, day one. Let's just backtrack. I'm going to make it full. full Why blown. the hell did you need a wire, though? I'm sorry to ask. Like, what? My, my, my laptop is dying, and I have it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a big no no. All right. So, I backtracked 12 days to December 13th. No, December 14th, because it's got to be the 12th day. has to be the 25th. Yes. Countdown is hard. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, I got it. December 14th. I'll let you go first, Nick. I'll give you the honors. And by the way, you're going to hear me call him Nick. He's going to call me Nick. Guess what? Both our names are Nick. Shocking, right? Okay, move on. Nick, you go first. (laughs) December 14th. All right, what are you playing? First day of Christmas. We got some Mariah Carey, obviously. And it's not the one you think. It's Miss You Most at Christmas time. Have you ever heard of it? I'm not a a Mariah Carey fan. Is Miss You Most just another song off her albums and you just labeled it to play at Christmas time? No, it's not actually written that way. It's Miss You Most, like, bracket at Christmas time. Close the bracket. It's actually written that way. You labeled it. My bad. Okay, now I no, no, it's actually it. written that way. That's the title. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I mean, she had to precise. Like, she was like, oh, God, look at this song. This has been in my album. I got to say it. <laughs> and then she just written it. No, but more seriously, okay. like, you, you talked about the way Christmas wasn't portraying, like, the, the sad part of yep. Christmas time. And I feel like, I mean, you're going to hear that I'm a Mariah Carey nerd, but not a nerd as in the new stuff. Like, after the fourth album, I'm out. Don't talk to me about her. I don't want to hear it. But, like, Miss You Most at Christmas Time is one of the best examples that I've seen of an artist just putting their own style into a Christmas song and actually sounding like it could be off in the normal album. Like, you go to Michael Bublé, all of his songs, like, it sounds like Christmas. Christmas. Right. It sounds like Christmas. Christmas. It sounds like an R&B song. No, yes, it has the feel of a usual Mariah Carey song, but okay. with that Christmas magic that you just just throw in, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. this is so well, freaking emotional right now. What the hell is, is happening is, to me? Is she miss the person most because they aren't there, or because like because they aren't with her, or they're passed away, or is I mean, it they're not with or? her. They don't have to. I mean, it's a big mashup, like. It, she's describing the feeling of not being able to be with the one you want to be on Christmas okay. and okay, how that 
can can be sad. So it can be because the person passed away, or like he's working out, he's working out of town, he cannot come in. Like she basically took every song that were like targeting that idea and just and matched, into, matched it. it into one. And I think she did it like formidably. It's actually a great listen. And when you're feeling kind of sure. melancholic and shit, you go listen to that and you're like, okay, Mariah, I thought you were, well, were just screaming up my speakers, but you're, well, that's not true. You want to talk about melancholy. Oh, you, you see that? That's called a transition right there. You see, that's called being prepared. A segue transition. My sanction. first song, December 15th. All of y'all should listen to Baby It's Cold Outside by Mac Miller and Ariana Grande. Okay. Now, before you click off the podcast app and you go to your Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. As you should no, do. As you should do, for sure. Baby It's Cold Outside is not on those. It's an unreleased version. It's, it's You're a, basically a pirate right now. It's sad. I'm, I'm telling you to do illegal shit. No, it's actually on YouTube, so it's not really that illegal. It was uploaded that guy by maybe Ariana. was. You know? You're good. Good. It's uploaded by Ariana on YouTube. Not good. anymore, actually. I went to listen to it like a week ago, It's and it's not. She doesn't have uh, it anymore. Go to SoundCloud. Yeah, anyway. Just find it. You're, it's going to be easy to find. By Mac Miller. This is not the jazzy, typical crooner voice that you hear. It it's jazzy. Like I'm, gonna, I'm sorry to correct you. It's, it's jazzy, right, but jazzy, jazzy, it's, but it's not, it's not crooner jazzy. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not typical baby. It's cold outside. It sounds like Mac Miller is talking to Ariana Grande through a voicemail. That's what it sounds like. And and it's 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 actually very sad to hear, given all the recent events. Well, recent events. What the happened event in the story? Ariana Grande. The story is actually like really sad. So Nick, I know you were trying to go for the melancholic vibes with Miss You Most, and it's not a competition. But I think I blow you out of the water when it comes to pure. You blew you out. You blew me out of the water because it has context, and that alone makes yeah, it even more true. sad. My true. song doesn't have any context. And not it's not, it's not me maybe, bringing out a point, just saying how that song is strong. No, I know. I'm saying how that song is strong, like Baby It's Cold Outside, yeah. how, it, how strong it is because it's, of that. It, to me, it comes even – yeah, exactly. It's, it paints it a picture. If it wasn't for people. And, and, and it's Ariana Grande's voice and, her, and the way she sings it and even this little um, – it sounds like a keyboard. If I'm not mistaken, it is. It's like a keyboard. It's a road. Distorted. It's a road. What? It's a road. Yeah. R H O D E. It's an electric piano, and basically you plug it inside a guitar like amp. If you want to, you can distort it a bit. In lamest terms, it's it's these distorted keys that sound really sad, and then you have Mac Miller's voicemail, Ariana Grande. Anyway, go find it. Listen to it for yourself. It's good. It'll make you cry mm-hmm. if you if you care about these people. Yeah, and it's the context that actually kills it because you hear it. like they're actually whispering. Like that's what kills me in that song. That Ariana Grande isn't sin- singing; she's whispering. And yep. like when and the, they like well. manage to finish their verses and they just blend it together to make an harmony. And like yeah, baby, yep. it's cold. Ow, sad. Yeah, like they they, they, they change it and it's like done so well. I'm like, wow, man. I mean. Let's not forget that Matt Miller has some background in jazz. I mean, the he man is, is Larry Levenstein. And the actually, man is in that, it. That song, The Baby It's Cold Outside, was actually recorded. Um, I saw this. I think it was recorded in 2013. Yes. And, it, and, and he, it, when it was first uploaded, it was uploaded as Larry Levenstein, mm-hmm. not Mac Miller. But I Which just makes said sense. Mac Miller, but you'll find it easier. You'll find it yeah, easier. Yeah. Like people tag it that way. To get off the uh, depression vibe, um, December 16th, Nick, what do you got for me? I got, oh yeah, it's not going to be depressive at all. I got Michael Bublé sent a baby. <laughs> I mean, lit. 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 It's like one of the best songs of that album. It's like, I've never heard someone had that attitude that could match. Didn't he what, say Santa Buddy? Yeah, it sounds like Buddy, Santa but it's, buddy. he says baby. Like He said both of them. But like, I think he I've said never Buddy s- talking to him because I don't think yeah. he wants. Cause yeah, cause he's not the girl, but like Santa yeah. Buddy, like okay, just I mean it is what it is. Yeah, not at all. Like he's not. I'm gonna bribe Santa Claus with my like suitable baritone voice. He's like no no no. And just Santa Buddy, give me Santa some buddy. shit. Give me, me a goddamn Rolex. 
that Asian chick Cadillac. You want a Rolex? Bring this in. Like, put me a Rolex under the tree for me. Yeah, it's, it's a like, good. That's a good song. It's it's it's. I call that one like it's like a fun one, but it's not a fast one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like it's laid back. Yeah, it la- it's I laid like back, but it has some groove. And I like how he he like interpreted it, like he went ahead and kept the attitude, but made it again kind of sad. Like I'm a greedy old bastard. Bring me my shit. Like that's how it sounds. And it's I true. Like it when you think about shit. it, I'm reading the lyrics as you speak, and he's like, "I want a yacht. I want you to fill my stocking yeah. with Canucks tickets, like the, mm-hmm. the hockey team. Yeah. I want a '65 convertible, a Rolex." And he's like, "I've been an awful good guy. Like, mm-hmm. like I've been so good. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I mean, I've been I mean, awful good, but yeah, it's a uh, how do you call that? Outsize? How do you call that shit? I'm not you even this guy." Shows a lot of uh, arrogance on the song. Too, yeah, I mean, like, think of all the fun I missed, all the hotties I never kissed. Mm-hmm. The, like, that's a beautiful year, song. Like it exposes year, just as good. Mm-hmm. Check off my Christmas. Like, it exposes oh, the human side of it, like greedy yeah. capitalism side of it. And I, I hate to bring that word up because I feel like it's a tag that we bring to every single problem that we have. But he's just painting Capitalism. pictures, and it's he kind is. of funny. It's ironic. It is. It's, it's a song that's very exactly. that's fulfilled like with irony. And that's what makes it a great Christmas song. So now we're at the 17th, right? What you got? (sighs) My first Elvis song of the day. Actually, my only Elvis song. Santa Bring My Baby Back by Elvis. Now this song, you've heard it? Uh, Yes. Okay. It it comes in, it's it's fast. It's very fast-paced. And it's it's i love this song because as fast paced as it is elvis has such this this calming voice it's calm he doesn't really it's and he sings quite slowly on the track mm-hmm. he's laid back just like, so laid back it's so calm and it makes you want to dance but at the same time you want to sing because it's mm-hmm. elvis and he sings and as sad as the song is it's this guy without his 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 or his girlfriend left him something like that and he's like bring her back santa that's all i want Bring her back, and and, and like I don't goof. Bring her back, because <laughs> he doesn't want to go get her. Imagine I was Presley saying, like I don't goof, Santa. Please. <laughs> and and it's kind of ironic because it's funny that you said Santa baby and I say this song because it's both about Santa giving them things. And Elvis in this song, he's like fill my stocking with candy, toys, and he goes, I know you want to make me happy and make me like feel joyful feel joyful he's like then if you want to make me feel joyful bring back my baby bring back my baby bring back my girlfriend not my baby (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) the baby got stolen Uh, yeah that's awful awful. that would be awful this is i love this i love this song and it's i get the memories my dad is a huge elvis fan and he actually has a mini jukebox that we hang on the tree and when you press it it plays this song lit Actually it's actually it. it's so so much fun and and now that I have a baby brother and he goes up to it and presses it about eighteen times in a row and then he dances to Elvis. That's so what's called the right education for kids. It's timeless and as I look at the list here in the notes, the next one is timeless too. I'll let you take it away. All right, I mean, I'm not going that far, you know. I'm still staying with Elvis, but Elvis. I'm I'm going in with like Blue Christmas, Blue. and in the same way that I chose Santa Baby. Blue Christmas is just gives me the same vibe. It's the same tempo. It's the same attitude. But instead of depicting the whole like greedy side of Christmas, it depicts like the the way it could be blue, basically like how bland it can be. Like I don't have anything going on right now. Nothing is happening to me. Everything's sad. I don't know why. Like he even questioned why he even celebrate Christmas. And I think that's a good question to ask ourselves. Like, why are we doing this? I mean, I, I'm going pretty deep here, but that's exactly what he wanted to do with that song. Like, why are you yeah. even celebrating right now? Like, is mm-hmm. it for family? Is it for someone you love? Is it just because you want to get shit? Is it because you think you're supposed to be celebrating it, even though you don't understand why? And that's a fair question to ask. I mean, it was fair to ask when it released, like, back in the 50s or 60s. I can't remember. And it's still a relevant question to this day. Even more so. Very- 
Okay. I have nothing to add. I wish I did. But I really don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll leave it up to you. I mean, I did the full resume. I really I'm taking the floor, though. I'm taking the floor. I'm moving on to something a little bit uh, more positive because this song really has nothing negative to it. The Christmas song by Nat King Cole. This is pure a man stating what he sees. And he's just calm. Because I've said the word calm a lot, and I love calm voices. I love easy going. Let's just easy say voice. right now that you don't like Christmas music. Like you're not no, a biggest I don't. fan. I don't. So like I don't. being able to see what you like in Christmas music just shows that it can appeal to a bunch of people. It does. Nat King Cole singing the Christmas song has to be one of my favorite things of all time. I love this song. I will sit and listen to this song even when it's not Christmas. Uh, okay. No, no. I don't even do Trust. it for Michael Bublé. Uh, I'm sorry. I do it. No, I, this song is special. It's Nat King Cole, and it just sounds so good. And I love the way he he breaks it down, and he's like, uh, when he says many times, many ways, Merry mm-hmm. Christmas. Like the way he it's sung, especially by him. Yeah, makes me so. And let's like, let's it, not downplay the covers because like the covers are good too. Like, I like the Frank Sinatra one. I mean, I know I, I've like yeah. called him a bunch, but like he's almost on par. And I'm gonna say I, that I, deliberately because it's he I, has I the same Nat attitude. Cole, he's the original. Yeah, Nat King Cole, he's the original. He, he has the attitude that Nat King Cole had. Yeah. That's hard to it's match. Just, it's a great song. If you haven't heard it, because you're too young and too ignorant, I mean, yeah. <laughs> together. You probably heard it somewhere, but you don't know what we're talking about. That's the real question. Together. And besides, it's, who's it's, under it's, 12 it's, hearing it's, a podcast? Whoever's I, I'm just asking. Whoever's listening, hold on. Whoever's listening and does not realize what song we're talking about, if I tell you chestnuts roasting on an open fire, it just clicks. You got it. That's I know. You got to say what the poster Chestnuts yeah. roasting. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. Fire. Everybody knows. <laughs> that song's it. You know it. Now you know it. Here, listen to it again. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Nick, let's get it. What's the next one? Next one. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with that classic shit. Like that's a song that, as soon as snow starts to fall, which is in Quebec pretty soon, uh, like pretty early on during the year, I slam it on. Winter Wonderland. I mean, that song is just classic. That's like the only classic that I feel deserve that title of classic. Not only for Christmas, but, like the whole winter season in general, because you look I at it. I, yeah, I think on. you forgot to mention. You got Big Crosby on vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. That's a small part of it, you know? It's, it's not like it's I chose one. Of the one. I like this song. I, I yeah. do. And I like the original versions of this song, and I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I think he Walking To be honest, it's going to yeah. sound stupid because I made a bunch of research to try to find the like first one to do it, or like the one I have in my head, but I didn't manage to find it. No, I was like, I'm going to put him in... Okay, so he's the guy, and yeah, he, he sounds he like Christmas. He sounds like winter. He sounds like having a well, good time in the snow. Bing Crosby is in that movie, White Christmas. Exactly, he's yeah, in the yeah, Christmas that's, movie. He's yeah, yeah. Christmas. Okay, so that's the one. Like, that's the good song then. Yeah, I mean, he that's sounds like winter. He sounds like me when I was five, like going outside no, making like a snowman. Like, there's no secret. Bing Crosby is Christmas. He sounds like and Christmas. And I'm going to add a detail here. Even though, I mean, we mostly chose, like, French songs. I mean, English songs. The French okay. version of that song is actually kind of lit. What is it? It's, uh... Royaume du Bon Hiver. Oh, yes. I mean, okay, that yes. song is kind of lit. For a Christmas yes. song in French, which I'm usually not a fan of, it depicts the same idea of Winter Wonderland. So I'm like, I'm just letting it out. Like, if everybody, like anybody here talks French, just go listen to it. But like, Winter Wonderland is a solid classic by Bing Crosby. It is. is. I'm going to let you the floor again. I think I've said everything I had to say. It's classic. I got you, dog. Um, Okay, I'm going to skip ahead of my songs, but I'm going to go back to them after. Mm -hmm. This whole classic also. It's speaking of feeling like Christmas, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And I should have said this one first, because if this isn't the song you play on December 1st, 
and I'm I play this song myself. I played it. I played it November first. I was eager to get into the Christmas movie, but like we were in such a bad year. But boy, I never do it usually. But like the first no started fell was like okay, I gotta do it. I'm sorry, but I gotta do it. That's a good one. I like it. It's 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 made to be played first, and um, mm-hmm. like seriously, just by the beginning, it takes a while to ramp up. Yes, and but that's the beauty of it. it. Exactly, it's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. It's just a beautiful song. And but what do you take I away honest- from though? Like beside the, uh, you gotta start it with that song when you want to listen to music, like Christmas music. Uh, you talk about Christmas. Yeah, it's the memories, man. If it, if this song, like, if it didn't have memories attached to it, also I picked the Michael Bublé version, but this song, if I'm not mistaken, plays in Home Alone, mm-hmm. and I'm saying memories because it's all about memories for me. Christmas yeah. music. If without memories, kid, I wouldn't have Christmas music to be a fan of whatsoever. But when I was growing up, I would watch a lot of movies. Home Alone has to be the funniest thing you watch when you're a kid because. Uh, Scheidenfried is watching people hurt themselves and you think it's funny. And as kids, we all have that. Home Alone has that. People hurt themselves, it's funny. So I always remember this song playing in Home Alone, also playing in Elf. All these movies, as soon as I hear, watch this movie, as soon as somebody tells me, hey, you want to watch a Christmas music? Uh, Wow. You want to watch a Christmas movie? In my head, I start hearing, it's beginning a little bit. Like right away. Right away, and it's you say the word automatic. Christmas, and it should be the first idea you have. What you say, Christmas, and it should be the first idea you have. And I mean, I had the Michael Bublé, like my first choice too. Like I wouldn't choose any other version of it. It's 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 just another um, another classic. It's It's like it's a modern classic. Exactly, modern classic. Twenty eleven, it released again, Mm -hmm. again because it's like the eighteenth time it's been released. And it's it's just another good one. It flows good. It's sm- it's like you know. Uh, I mean, you all heard it. We don't even need to talk about it. Like you all heard it. It's beginning to drop at Christmas. Yeah, I, I'm saving the one I want to talk about the most, and it's bugging me because I want to. I'm saving it. Yeah, but you. I'm glad you chose that one though, because I'm gonna go and with no, Michael no, Bublé again. The one you think? It's not the one you no, think. I know, it's, I know, I know. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up right. and say that I'm gonna go with my Michael Bublé now. Okay, hit your Michael Bublé. Yeah, yeah. My second song was Michael Bublé because yes, I put him two times in my list. Like deal with it. It's I'll be home for Christmas, and in the same vein that I chose Mario Carey Miss You Most at Christmas time, I feel like the same idea is portrayed in a more personal matter. Like the idea of I'll be home for Christmas is the managing to like say that in the end of the day, whatever happens, that's all you wish for. Being able to sit around, talk to people, and be home with the one you want to be at. Like yep. that's that I don't add, also, I don't have to add anything to that. It's literally no, it says it in the title. Add, Every time this song plays over a montage of military. Yeah, things. yeah, I wanted to I try to be honest, I try to get like a uh, transition to it, but I couldn't. And thank you. I couldn't talk about it now. Real and, life like, yeah, yeah. Tears. Yes, sir. Man. I mean, and that's that okay. implies so much. That song implies so much because of that. Sad. Yes, it makes when you, you realize them, a bunch of shit. You see the military men either not being able to come home or coming home. It's it's mm-hmm. sad. It's so sad. It's I mean, actually yeah, yeah. good, and it's almost tears of joy because it's beautiful. It's beautiful mm-hmm. to see somebody reunite with their family. Yes. But and and oh, I wanted to add, Bell Mobile currently has a commercial. Yes, I saw it. I saw it. It, it depicts it's that like, idea. I'll be, home, I'll, be home, I'll be home, and it depicts the idea of what I was talking about. And I'm saying this because I saw it earlier when I was watching the basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, Brooklyn's are getting like, are like no, destroying their ass. Yeah, so I know. Kyrie, and Kyrie, Kyrie just broke their ass. Yes, KD's so cake. Oh my go. god. Anyway, yeah. all what I want to say too is we talked about people. Sorry, it's a heart. It's wholesome. It's a wholesome song. And okay, we, we talked about, like, I to me the date that resonated with me that we talked about is 1949. That's four years after the Second World War. And I'll be home for Christmas. You talk about military and all. What I see is black and white like films of those soldiers 
like risking their life, literally going to the front, trying to just fight for something bigger than themselves. And being home for Christmas is just another way of saying, I've sacrificed that much Look in at order that. for Look. you to be home for Christmas. And that's just, Oof. that's just, oh my so, God. So and Michael Bublé. Funny enough that you it. say that, Bing Crosby recorded it first, and he recorded it in 1943. I mean, that's, which is, that hits. If you know your dates, I don't want I don't want to like go out of my ass with my dates, but that's the German were starting to lose at that point. And like how like they uh, in forty one they were in Russia literally getting their ass kicked. I'm not sure if that's the world war hold on, hold on. I'm gonna fact check you. Don't forgive me for the fact check. No, it's okay. No, in forty one they were attacking Russia. And Uh, in forty three like I think U.S. got in like in '41 in a way that they started to like make a big impact, and it would make sense that Dick Crosby yet. does that yeah, song there. Yeah, no, you're you're too far ahead. I think actually not true. The Red Army was um, yeah, no, they were they because were, they it would make sense that in 1943 that song was released because not that it's war propaganda, but it's war like songs you know how marilyn monroe went to like cheer up the troops sometime yep. during that time it's the same for that it's like they're take like someone not part i don't know yeah he probably fought in the war like someone made a christmas song to help those guys you know when this song kills me is god forbid you haven't heard it yet you go for the first time and you're going to hear the song and it starts positive and it's i'll be home for christmas you could plan on me, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. etc. Cetera. And, and the last line of the hook is "It's only in my dreams." Yes, that's just you're, you're not going home, which no, no. means you, you wish you could, and and you're trying to convince yourself that it's okay, and it's it's just everything's so gonna sad. be all right when in reality it's not. It's like I mean, and oh again, God. going back to Michael Bublé, he just does it. He Michael Bublé did. Michael Bublé just did. He just did it. I, sorry, I saw a bubble. My it's bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does, Michael Bublé. He does a good job. More than a good job. I think it's almost perfect. I said like, great. I said great. All his, in, I mean, I'm going deep again, but all his inflation and like the way he sings it, it just fits. And it. and I'm gonna actually transition into um, Christmas being a dream for some, and that's uh, this song hits hard. This song is definitely hard hitting. If if you have a heart and you care, this song hits hard. And it's a Do They Know It's Christmas by Band Aid. Um, and now you, for any of you guys who don't know culture, Band Aid, Nick, you know culture. Actually, I'm gonna Google the lyrics because right now I cannot remember for the life of me what it's about. Okay, just oh yes, I, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you, I'll name some of them. Okay, this is from 1984. The and Band Aid was a collaboration of a bunch of people. Basically, it had Phil Collins. Paul McCartney, Duran Duran, U2, um, George Michael. Basically for Band Aid, everybody was there. a lot. Everybody that participated in Band Aid. Yes, but Band Aid was for this. They made it for this. I know, but and basically, you, if you know well. the members, they probably Oh, yeah, had if you know the members, yeah, you, they were involved basically. in a way or another. George, George was there too. And Sting. Can't forget yeah, Sting. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So this song is um, it was written uh, in as a as a fundraiser to help with the relief efforts in uh, Ethiopia because there was a huge famine in Ethiopia in the mid eighties, <clears throat> and I mean, so to this day they're still uh, like they're not in the yes, best stuff I'm ever. Saying, I'm saying I'm, I'm putting out the time zone. I'm putting I'm giving the. No, I know the that. I'm just I'm just giving context that it's still yeah. like this to this day, which Fair makes enough. it even more sad. It's true. But so Christmas being a dream because it's like uh, these artists, well, Band-Aid basically goes on saying how uh, our world is beautiful and there's no need to be afraid because it's Christmas time. And we have and you go and, you know, and and the song is sad. You read the lyrics and it almost makes you want to like curl up into a ball, full Mm -hmm. field position. But it's like, you know, 
It's saying how we are able to spread a smile of joy I mean, here, and we are I'm able just li- to reading the lyrics right now, and it good. says, "And the Christmas bells that ring, there are the clanging chime chimes of doom." Well, tonight, yes, thank God it's them instead of you. It's like, oh my God, this and, is and Sting. Sting legit yeah. says, "Where the only w- water flowing is the bitter sting of tears." Like, it's sad. It's such a sad song, but unfortunately, it's a slap to the face. During Christmas sad reality. Time. It's a sad reality. And the reason I put this song is because um, if you listen to it, it, it sounds joyful. It sounds joyful. It sounds good. But these guys are pushing a message. A message that, like, it's... If you don't get out of your own bubble, and if you, if you, if you not. choose to live in ignorance and not look at the world around you, how sad the world around you is and how, yes, you may be thriving in your position in your country, but people around the world aren't. People don't know what Christmas is, and that's why they say, do they know it's Christmas time? Do they know? Because I know Chris, a lot of times people associate Christmas with snow or with, with uh, the reindeer and the presents and the trees. I mean, I think it, that idea is about joy and stop fighting. It's all- for yes, surviving yes, that's yes. what they mean by it very true but they also but i'm saying they also touch on the fact that hey they're out there every day in the outside sun shining down in the middle of a, like dead area they have no food there's no water and i'm and he's like do, do you think they know it's christmas do you think they know and they don't they don't know what christmas is and and it makes you think if you if you actually take five minutes to dig deeper into the song and with like mentally dig deeper, think about this. Can you take an, an Ethiopian kid and put him in our and put him in the U.S. and say, "Hey, this is Christmas. You know what this is?" No, he has no idea. And I feel like that is such an important message that everybody should know how lucky uh, those who celebrate Christmas are. Basically, I'm done my my short monologue. And, uh, I mean, I'm sorry for making by it's people celebrating big, Christmas. Like we can just spread it to like people that have the chance of celebrating yep. Christmas and being able to live freely and everything. Like it's more uh, about this, this living song, in peace. Those people, it should be. Mm. That's what it's. That's what I think it's made for. Is to show people, hey, yeah, it's a you wake to up face. in a country that you're free. Yeah, yeah. It's like realize people what you're doing right now. Food. Realize what you have. And and it's it's just fantastic. And it was a worldwide collaboration, mm-hmm. U.S. and uh, Britain and all and English singing artists, obviously, yeah, but yeah. all from all around the world. Uh, and they made this song, and it's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. Christmas wise. And let's not forget too, too that like we're talking about this is targeting like Ethiopian, like population in 1984. But to this day, there's still people in our society. Like my neighbor could be a Neve, and I wouldn't True. even know. Like yes, it's, yes. it's to say that's, how that's kind of people have the time to listen to that song and just appreciate it for what it is are in such a lucky position that those people have kind of the responsibility to do th- something for them. I would like to say, uh, to add to what you said. Go for it. Um, people that, that see it uh, for what it is and take it what it is are doing their job wrong as a listener uh yes you can enjoy the song for as it is but i like as uh, I, I meant before, i meant as in for what it is no, which no, is no. a slap to the face that's what i meant if, by if it realize it yet yeah, okay yeah, if yeah. somebody the song and it, and it sounds good you're doing your job wrong as a listener think about it twice <laughs> funny story my uncle only realized that what this song was about two years ago He's 45. And and it broke his heart. It made him cry. Like he has a heart, huge heart. But as soon as it clicked for him and he sat there and listened to the lyrics, it broke it. Like he, he never realized. So next time this song comes on on your radio, I, I, I plead, go listen to it. Watch the lyrics and read them. And, and, and just think about it and be grateful for what you have. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to end it on that. I'm going to send it back to you for your final Christmas song before we go into my... Actually, what date? Like, we're on the 24th right now, well, right? Technically... 
Huh? Which sets up my twenty fourth because technically it sets up my last song so yeah, yeah. perfectly. I mean, and mine, so mine is kind of set up properly too. The twenty fourth. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside, and I was gonna use Ari and Mac, but since you already chose Mag, that, that duo, I went for the second best one, which is the one Glee did. And the Glee, Glee, the Glee cast is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about how personal Mac and Ari were. The Glee cast is like the complete opposite. You want to hear like a showdown of a sweet song? It's exactly that. I mean, it's, I can't even describe it. It's so different, even though it's the same lyrics and it's the same song. It's fulfilled with skill. I cannot even describe it, honestly. It's true. Go it's listen like to it. Is talented. It, it, and that's what surprised me because I never oh. was into that show. But I went. Not really. Not watching it. It's actually yeah, I, really good. I know, but when I, I listened to that song, I was like, oh my god, it's not just a it's random not- high school musical like TV show. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you dissing high school musical? We're not going in that bandwagon, mate. Don't make me come at you. That's my childhood, bro. Don't make me come at you. It's almost Christmas, alright? Let's just quiet it down. Almost- New Year, we're gonna start that fight, alright? Fair enough. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right go, go, go. 25th. 25th. Yeah. Tell me what you got. No, I kept one in my back pocket. Nick didn't even know what it was until I busted it out and I blew his mind. And I was Hold like, on. oh my God, you're so Hold mean. If somebody clips that without context, it sounds so um, asexualized. They're like, if when I whipped it out and blew his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Hold on, I take it back. We're standing um, on the floor. Basically, Christmas. There's only one person that can steal Christmas, and that's Mr. Grinch himself. Ladies and gentlemen, number 25, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Kind of sad, I didn't think of that one. More? What do you want more in a Christmas? It's hilarious. It's comedy. It's just pure comedy. And when you watch the movie, he walks around, and they sing the song, and the way that the lyrics in the song, make you realize how unlikable the Chris, uh, Mr. Grinch is. And really, there's no positive to this song because it's just hilarious, in my opinion. And they tell him he's a, like a, he's a bad banana. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's as cuddly as a cactus. He's a monster. He's a goner. He's got garlic in his soul. Garlic in your soul! It goes against every norm. He's so scared that, of vampires that he's like, I gotta put garlic in my soul. <laughs> I gotta be so unappealing that even vampires won't come and get me. Oh my god, no, I said garlic in your soul, but that's the Tyler the Creator version, because he's made one. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no, you got termites in your smile. It's even worse. Dr. Seuss killed this man. Anyway, it goes. what I love about this song is that it goes against literally every, every Christmas song that pretty much exists. How it's always positive, or or it's missing somebody, or it's uh, reuniting. You know, this song is kind of a diss track. It's a full blown diss track um, about how bad this human is. Granted, you put this you put this he, song is in context. Is he a human though? Sorry, how bad Mr. Grinch actually is. And if you don't know who Mr. Grinch is, I don't know. I give up on you. Just click off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you get out of here, Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch, um, as the movie progresses, or as the book progresses, I think it was a book first. As yes, the book it always were books. As yes, the it was book, a book. He eventually becomes good, and he likes Christmas. And but I, I think you don't need to explain the plot of I don't the Grinch. To, but it's it's because it, if, if somebody's wondering why they're mean to him, because he wants to steal Christmas, he hates it. He he just doesn't like it. If you want to listen to this song, it's it's. I suggest listening to the Tyler the Creator version. If you like rap, if you like Tyler the Creator, listen to his version. It's his regular voice. He sings the song. Um, similar. Honestly, when I think of this song, it could have gone on the Igor. Album. <laughs> and it's it's so true. Like imagine earthquake, then imagine you're a mean one, Mister Grinch. Anyway, I mean it would so have been great. That is. My actually, my I have a bonus oh. track that you made me Uh-oh. realize when you brought up Uh-oh. you're a mean one. Do Uh-oh. you have any? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> He's got a bonus. No, you got I don't a bonus. Have a bonus. Right, my I, bonus is. You want to be that guy who stays yeah, yeah. in the Christmas spirit? So what is it? Okay, my bonus is What's This by uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas cast by Danny Elfman and all. Oh, is it bad? Just, is it bad to say I don't know? I mean, you've never watched it's, a movie, so first of all, that's bad. And it's I, basically, I, it's I, him. I, I'm going to explain I, the plot, all right? It's I him falling into the door. And I didn't want to. Okay, uh, but it's fine. She, I'll explain the, the plot. Basically, there's doors for each, like, celebration that you that you have so there's a door for thanksgiving there's a door for christmas there's a door for halloween and basically jack mm-hmm. skellington is the king of halloween he's the one that makes halloween be halloween and after being so bored of it he just walks out of halloween town it's like and i don't know i just don't want to be here anymore and he lands on that door christmas door so he opens it and falls into what is christmas oh, world so like the like north pole and when it goes and he looks around yeah and he looks around he's like what's this and it's him saying, like, what's this? Every single thing that he watches and he sees. So what's this? Like, he sees kids sleeping without having nightmares. Like, what's this? There's colors everywhere. I mean, it he's just describing the magic of Christmas. I'm and how... I piss you off. I piss mm-hmm. you off. Hold on. If I tell you... Ooh, ooh, what's this? <laughs> That's actually, that, I, would, I want to actually see that. I actually want to see that. Ooh, ooh, what's this? And I just, I want to see that. I'm actually trying, I'm going to try to do that. Actually. It's actually funny. So yeah, and he just walks around and it reminds me in the way that a kid, like us as kids, remember yes. Christmas and how we discovered yeah. it. Like what's this? Look at that. There's all of those decoration everywhere. Like look at this. There's presents. Look at this. Everyone's happy. Look at this. There's Santa Claus. And it's yep. just a reminder of like, at the end of the day, you could be, who knows how old Jack Skellington is, and still experience Christmas for the first time and seeing it as it is, a magic moment. Yep. And he, it, well. it's so magic that, that he tries to steal it. He's like, Halloween is ass. I don't want to do it anymore. It's like Christmas is so much more happy. It makes me feel like full of joy. Why would I do that? And it's, it's a great message to see him at the end, realizing that he fails. And he cannot be Santa Claus to be like, I can just enjoy it and be who I am. And it's it's a great message. So anyway, go watch that goddamn movie, Nick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you got to like see it. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. It's not like it's going to take a bunch of time with you. Right? December 22nd, and I still have not watched a single Christmas movie yet. Me neither, but I've watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween, so it doesn't count. That's not true. I watched... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I've watched the Maria Carey like Santa things she did. It was was on, on Apple yeah, Plus? I, watched it. I actually went out and do a uh, like I went and put a trial uh, like trial account to watch it and it wasn't worth it. Was Ariana Grande there? She was. Right? Yes, she was, but it's only like the video clip that you see on uh, YouTube, so it wasn't worth it at all. That's weird. Uh, yeah, it's sad. Anyways, that my, right. that's my bonus song. Do you have anything else to add? No. So now we gave you 13 songs that you have to hear. Uh, In three days. No, no, no. You got time. No, this is going Boy. This is December 24th. This is going up December 24th. Oh, yeah, that's true. You got time. Wait. Tomorrow. Let's be honest. You ain't doing shit on Christmas Day. You're home. It's COVID. So just listen to songs. Watch a movie. Watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. I know I will. Um, yeah, you have to. Please, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, watch Mr. Grinch. Watch The Grinch. Watch How the Grinch. You have to. Watch that. Please. Jesus. And yeah, it's great All acting, right. too. It's not you like it's an ass movie. It's true. Uh, the cartoon, though. Watch the cartoon. Both of them, actually. It's both better. are great versions. I like Jim Carrey, though. Watch yeah, Jim them both. Carrey's great. All right, so let's recapitulate. Actually, no. Should we uh, like uh, say what's next? Next week? Next week? What do we got next week? Uh, we got next week. We got we got we got. Uh, basically, next week it's gonna be uh, next week. Comes yeah, go, out New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be t- top ten worst anime death, aka top ten best song of the year. No judgment. Like, actually, in our opinion, <laughs> what it is, and you're so not gonna like it, but it is what it is. <laughs> 20 send off 
Yes. I, I, it wasn't a great year. Like, the spoiler alert, it wasn't a great year. Shit. As if it was a spoiler. Oh, my. It, saying it was shit is a spoiler? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the last time I told my, I asked my stepdad, uh, what was the best song of 2020? And he played Baby Shark. Ooh. That's when you know. You know it's bad. That's you know it's bad. You know. <laughs> You're full of. There was there was deaths in the you music know, industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. I mean, it, we shouldn't send off a Christmas episode on that note, but we kind of have to. Like, it's, well, it, it kind of it was it's horrible. Kinda going together. It's a holiday season. We're gonna talk about 2020 next week. Um, until then, uh, we're gonna sign. I think we're I think we're done. I think we covered everything about Christmas I music. Mean, uh, we I gave you two songs. That isn't enough. Uh, Ask me. Go sit send on a message. Call. No, just send me a message. I was going to send you more because there's a bunch of songs that we couldn't talk about. I, I hate Christmas. Nick loves Christmas. I, I don't Give love Christmas. More. I just love music in general. It's like having That's a chance listening to music that you only can listen like once a year before it becomes too old. It's like, might as well like, right. take advantage of it. I think we gave you 13 songs. I think that's enough. More Please enough. listen to Do They Know think about it and and i'll give you i will uh i'm considering uh looking at a what do you think i'm looking at a phoenix to send everybody one tissue box so when they listen to baby it's cold outside by ariana grande and mac Miller. i mean we could do like a fundraiser like go fund me page supply the kleenex supply the kleenex exactly hashtag supply the kleenex Imagine we get that shit trending. I mean, All boy, right. I've got to send so, it. Like, so, hashtag send the Kleenex. All right. <laughs> Anyways. We sign off? We're signing off? I mean, we're signing off. But first of all, just just remember to go to our socials. I'm, I'm going to do that. That's why I'm going to sign it. I'm, so I'm going to say it. Are we signing okay. off? Or you, got, you got something else to say? Do you have any bonus songs? I got I'm nothing sure bonus. Okay, you I don't. Oh, God. Christmas. I forgot. You didn't like Christmas. You don't like Christmas. Okay, it is what it is. If you want a bonus, I'll give you one. Run Run Rudolph by Chuck B. Good. Okay, good, good. That's enough. Okay. Oh, is it Chuck Be Good? No, Chuck Berry. Am I stupid that he sings Johnny Be Good, but his yes, name's not okay, Chuck Be Good? No, it's, it's Chuck, Chuck Berry. <laughs> Chuck Berry. It's run, okay. run, run, Rudolph. Anyway, I, I we're signing off. Slide. Follow us on socials. Uh, we watch do. our podcast. I don't know. Do we what listen. you gotta do. Listen to the music. Listen to the music we suggest to you. Uh, follow us on our socials. Thank you for listening, watching. Uh, you didn't watch. You listened. Cause, you know uh, what you can't watch a podcast. It's 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 like. It's what ten ten exactly. It's ten ten right now. Wow, ten ten. It's ten ten. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we talk about twenty twenty. Like I said, follow us on socials. Thank you for listening. I think we're done. Peace. Yeah, sending it. Sending it. That's it. I love Christmas. Are you saying anything? <laughs> I have nothing to say. I thought we were done. All right, we're we're done. I'm just gonna cut it. It's fine. Goodbye.